Hey, Speakeasy listeners, it's the Strategy Series. Minisodes that give you an actionable shot in the arm on marketing, media, and management. Grab a cocktail or not, here we go. Sometimes in-person filming just isn't practical. Maybe when you're trying to communicate highly technical information or when gathering in person isn't an option. So what else should we do? Well, there's always animation and motion graphics. That's a really great solution. You don't need to be even in the same room or even the same state as your client when you're working in that way. So tell me a little bit about that. What does that entail? Well, animation is kind of the bucket that things like visual effects and uh, motion graphics live inside of. So they're all a little bit different. And there's 2D animation and 3D animation. And then there's motion graphics, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's when you put your graphics in motion. But animation and motion graphics really take away the constraints that are associated with live action filming. You don't need a location scout or a set design. You don't need actors, wardrobe, makeup, all of that kind of goes away. And in fact, you're creating a blank canvas. With a blank canvas, you're really creating um, exactly the the story that you that you want to. That goes along with solving your client's creative problem, uh, aligning the choices that you make with the animation, with their communication objectives. Uh, so really you're creating from kind of soup to nuts, the whole world. That is pretty cool. I will say though, a blank canvas is sometimes scary for me. So how, how do you go from that blank canvas to having, having a great end product? What's the process? So like any project that you would embark on or or we embark on, you really start with that discovery phase and you look at the client's problem, what they're trying to solve, who they're trying to reach, uh, what their objective is and and what their metrics for success are. And if 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 it's a known motion graphics or animation project, then we start working collaboratively on a script. Once that's approved, we really start thinking about art direction. We we think about... um, the style that would make the most sense, the tone, like what what choices creatively would we would we make uh, to match the tone that we're going after? Um, is it character driven? Is it not character driven? Do we need a character? Um, and from there, we create some mood boards. Uh, we might do some really kind of crude sketches just to kind of help articulate what style of animation we're going after. Um, pick some colors that are um, part of the story, part of the uh, client's brand. And then um, once all that's approved, we move right into starting to illustrate. Usually before anything gets put in motion, all of our illustrations are complete as thumbnails um, so that um, if anything needs to change at all, whether it's a character's wardrobe or hair or whether it's the scene or whether the scene communicates the right thing, that all that happens in the still frame phase, in that kind of thumbnail phase before we put it in motion. And there's one last step that we do before we put it in motion, really. We take that series of still frames, those thumbnails that I was talking about, and we line them up and we um, put them into time on the timeline with the narration and sometimes the music and that way, and they're just still frames. It's almost like a slideshow, but it's not. And and it's just so that we can see what the pacing is. It's, it's where we identify if a scene takes too long or loses our interest. Um, if there are gaps or things are taking too long, uh, or we identify that the action we had planned isn't going to work. And then that's how we kind of know um, kind of what our start to end looks like. We often use, in fact, almost always, we, we use an animatic for a client review because it's an important milestone. They're going to ask questions like, 
where will the text go and what will that person be doing? And we're able to annotate that right in our client review portal. And once we get through that phase, then we animate. We actually have things pop up in time. We have character movement, character gestures, um, and we add any graphics, actual text, if that's going to be happening at the same time. Once that process is done, we, um, we refine and do audio sound design and we add in special effects. Uh, those special effects are really important to kind of punctuate the important, uh, the important communication objectives or the takeaways that are important for the target audience. Uh, they're, they're kind of like wallpaper. They shouldn't stand out too brightly, but it's something that you, it's a more of a visceral connection or an emotional connection with those, with that layer. That's pretty much it. That's a really cool process. What kind of content really, really can use animation or motion graphics? If there are processes that are hard to explain or that are um, not visible to the human eye, I think that's important. Things that happen at the cellular level or or things that happen in software that you can't really express things that happen behind the curtain, so to speak. Anytime you are interested in creating content at a distance, uh, depending on the level of engagement that you want, it's a really fun way to tell a story over time. We have a client that we work with who wants with, with, uh, story number one, he wants to see next year what happens with her. And we come back and we find out what else happens to this character named Hannah. So there's a lot of reasons why you would do it. I think that there are certain things that make more sense in animation too. You can do things really simply in animation that would be incredibly complicated to do with live action. Or if you did it with live action, it would be cheesy or hokey, but you can kind of demonstrate it better with animation. So if you wanted, you know, an appliance to explode, that might be kind of silly um, in in live action, but it still um, could come off kind of cool and slick in animation. So it just depends. That's so neat. I can see how that can really add to, you know, how a website communicates for your client or walking somebody through a process and giving them an instructive giving them instructions about how something would work. So what a great tool to add to your video marketing. Thanks Thanks. for the explainer. Yeah. And I think most of what I described is is really about story generated uh, motion graphics and animation, but there are simple things that you can animate inside of live action, for example, logos um, and other types of motion graphics. And I, one of the things I like about animating logos is that, um, you, you might start one place and end with the final logos resting spot, but the way that you animate it, you tell the story of where the logo came from. Which we have done for clients in the past with you, which is really nice. Very cool. Well, thanks for the explainer on this little strategy series. Thanks, Jen. Anybody want to check it out? You can look at renderstudios.com and see all the cool stuff that Karen and her team have been making. 